Well, welcome everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the Pause Reset Brunch Podcast. Today's guest I'm very excited for. Uh, her name is Lisa Harper. So I'll just give a brief intro. Lisa Harper was born in Boston, Massachusetts to Barbadian parents. She spent most summers in Barbados, which shaped her identity and love for Barbados and the Caribbean. She has been a community activist since she was a teenager, tackling issues on violence, culture, and social justice. She's a sister, proud aunt, bonus mom, and friend. Lisa is a lupus warrior and motivational speaker. And she is a owner of a new business, which she'll tell us about shortly. Lisa also prides herself on not giving up throughout her life's journey. Let's welcome to the podcast, Lisa Harper. Hello, hello, hello. That was beautiful. Thank you, Natalie. Uh, you know, that was only minor. I could do so much more. You know that. <laughs> so before we even get into it, so Lisa, I'm drinking a nice, a nice glass of stout, which has Guinness, carrots, coconut condensed milk, cinnamon, and nutmeg. Which, what are you snacking on or drinking on today? Nothing that delightful. Um, I am just, <laughs> I am enjoying a nice cup of hot black coffee. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, it's all good. I'm, is it is it chilly in Boston right now? In Boston. Well, you know, I would say people would say it's, it's the weather's nice. Um, me, I'm cold. We're at 54 degrees right now. So the temperature is going up. I think it was like up to like 58 or 60 today. Ooh, okay. Well, let's dive right into it. So Lisa, um, you lost both parents a few years apart before the age of 21. And I remember in one of our conversations a while back, you mentioned that you found it hard to celebrate accomplishments because your parents aren't physically here to celebrate. Do you still feel this way? Woo, start off off the bat, Lord. Um, I do still feel that this that way. And, I, and it's, it's something I'm working on. Mm -hmm. um, so I lost my mom first. Um, in December of 95. Then I lost my father December of 97. Mm -hmm. And like you said, both before age of 21. And those are like, you know, like the, I guess you would think of it like your early accomplishments. You know, you go into college, graduating from, from college with a degree, um, like first real adult relationships with people um yeah and you would think now I'm in my 40s I would have been somewhat past that um but I'm not I'm working on it mm -hmm. <laughs> I am currently working on it um but no it's it's difficult because at so many different like points and I watch it in my like you know my um my friends' lives and other relatives' lives is like just accomplishments where you always have your parents around for, not just graduations, but like mm -hmm. the big birthdays, you know, mm -hmm. holidays. I find all of those hard to celebrate. Mm -hmm. And that goes back to not having them around. I, 
to me, I've only had my parents for a very short time. Right. I'm a little selfish. I expected them to be around longer. Right. <laughs> um, right. Right. But um, I'm working on it. It's very difficult for me to even let people know of different accomplishments I have done in the past decades. Because I don't think they're as important as it would have been if my parents were here to celebrate. Now, I have the pleasure of knowing both your parents. You know, you know, I, I love your mom, um, Hilda, and she celebrated you so much. So I guess that's one of, one of the things that when you did tell me that, I mean, how many years later, um, I guess okay. you know, I, I was kind of, I was kind of, you know, surprised because I knew how, how Hilda you know, doted on you, how your mom doted on you, how, you know, I remember um, high school graduation. You remember that mishap with the, with the black cake? Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. How you remember that? <laughs> All right. Okay. You, you. So, <laughs> so it's like, I know how she, she celebrated. So, you know, I, I do hope that eventually you would get to celebrate yourself as your mom would celebrate you. You know, you had, you, that was a memory I totally forgot about. That's the good thing about keeping people around for long friendships. Um, because you help, you help me remind myself of things. Uh, <laughs> I totally forgot about that. And that is such a funny, hilarious memory. Yeah. Now, and now you speak of black cake that I might have to um, put that into my wedding. <laughs> Just for a funny memory. <laughs> yeah, it was a very funny, funny memory. People, I mean, this cake went through an ordeal. And we were the two clumsiest people ever to carry a cake down just a few flight of stairs. Um, oh, bless your soul. Needless to say, the black cake was the bomb. Yes. There's every <laughs> bit of alcohol in it, yes. <laughs> so now, years later... Um, there was a situation and we're not really, we're not going to get into the situation that actually occurred, but there was a situation that kind of caused you to maybe go into um, a dark space. And I always wanted to know, were you worried about what people viewed you as? Do you feel that you ever bounce back or are you still bouncing back? Are you referring to when I um, resigned from being a guidance counselor assistant? Yes. Okay. Um, I actually don't mind bringing that up. because that, That's actually a journey um, to my progress right now. Okay. okay. Um, so yes, um, I was arrested for being a madam. And all charges were dropped and everything. Mm -hmm. But during that process of me, of this happening, um, I was involved in a very abusive relationship with a male. It was a short relationship, about three months. And it literally changed the course of my life. Mm -hmm. Um. I ended up resigning from a position at a Boston public school 
even though because it was going through the court process it was people say it was a short time it was on um, less than two years but to me it was a very long time dealing with the court system um and this was this was a public arrest this was in the newspaper so um it really changed the course of my life when right? i really now thinking about it i lost friends well, I would say associates that I thought were friends. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, my, uh, there was a lot, of, a lot of people, including family members that shunned me because they were embarrassed mm-hmm. by the arrest and what was going on in the papers. The funny thing is they never actually asked me, girl, what, what happened? This is unlike you. What's going on? But they were very quick to shun me, and they made that known um, to the co- to my coworkers and administrators of the Boston Public School I was working at, because they were also working in the school system at that time. <sighs> Can I say I've completely bounced back? I don't think there is a bouncing back from that. I think it's it was a knockdown mm-hmm. where I have where I have risen from. But that's still always there because that's a part of me. Mm-hmm. It's the reason why I'm in Worcester now, why um, my occupations have changed. Mm-hmm. So all of that is a direct effect from it. And at the time, gosh, oh my God. When I tell you I didn't want to show my face, when I used to go to the supermarket during that time, I would wear this... Um, this mask. I don't know if you know this, um, but I would wear a mask. Mm-hmm. It was like not a Zorro mask, but it was prettier than Zorro. It was lace, black. It was around my eyes. Um, and instead of wearing a head wrap, which everyone knows me for as a head wrap, mm-hmm. um, I started wearing my hair down. And I um, would wear a hat. So I try, try to look a little different, even though it's, yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard not to notice me, but it's kind of hard not to notice me either. So my hair, my head wrap of me just talking and laughing. Um, but it was a very embarrassing time for me and I was ashamed. Mm-hmm. But something hit me one day, this is even before um, all the charges were dropped. My sister, Desiree, she said to me, I don't know what you're ashamed about. It's something that happened in your life. It's not true. And the courts are going to see this. She did use a profanity. I'm not going to say that because I don't know how this show is. (laughs) Um, But bump them. They're not wiping your ass. They're not feeding you. Don't be ashamed. This is something you're going to rise from. And I would have never believed that back then. But now I'm talking about the abusive relationship. I'm mentoring young people with, about it. I'm not happy it happened, but I'm no longer ashamed that it happened. Right. And I'm, ex- I'm accepting of that. Because um, that pain, that builds a muscle in me. If that muscle was flattening my stomach, my body would be on point. 
it definitely grew some muscles for me. So um, I'm not going to use the term I bounce back, but I have definitely um, made progress in understanding why that happened, why I allowed that to happen. And I'm, a, I'm very happy and accepting where I am in life right now. Um, that's good to know that's good to know because as close as we are we don't really touch on that just pretty much the surface so it's it's, it's good to know and hear that. yeah we know but you know what's funny um I don't think a lot of people have touched on that mm -hmm. just because it was such it happened so fast uh, yeah, it was like a three month just dating someone and you know, okay, I'm gonna be honest, you know me now for over 30 years, I'm gonna put that out there. I usually say about 10, 15, but I'm gonna be honest. Um, She's ashamed of me, y'all. Ashamed <laughs> of me. Not at all. Ashamed of the immigrants. Not at all. Not at all. I'm actually so thankful because if, if you weren't around, I wouldn't remember many things that have happened in my life. So it works. Oh, so now she's using me. <laughs> but um, no, it happened so fast. You know, I, I met this guy before I knew it. I was, the mind control was just crazy. So, so going back for someone who knows me for so long and people who have, who, who know me back then, who I thought knew me. The question was, what happened? Like, you're always a strong person. You don't let no one, you know, you stand up for everyone. Da, da, how, how you end up in an abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. But it's, it can happen so quickly and to almost anyone. Right. Um, because the mind control starts first and you don't realize it's mind control. A lot of times you're like, oh my God, I'm flattered. He's a little bit jealous. <laughs> but it's a form of control. Mm -hmm. And when the hitting start, that's when I was looking for, for a way out. Because what's, my father, I think, only hit me one time in his entire life. So getting hit by a man, punched in the mouth, like I still have the, um, the indentation in my, in my, in, inside of my lip where my teeth mm -hmm. went into my lip. It's a reminder of how quickly things can change if you begin to lose yourself in someone else or you give too much right. especially if you don't know the signs so it happens so quickly i think that could be the reason why we don't really talk about it or touch on it even other people in my life because it happened so quickly before we knew it the case was over and i i kept on going my journey mm -hmm. i just i turned the page mm -hmm. and kept going so i think it's a it's a hard subject for anyone to really bring up in my life but I'm happy you did bring it up. Well, thank you for being so truthful um, about that. So we're going to continue talking about with coping with life. You know, as we stated, you lost your parents early. You mentioned you had the toxic relationship, right? Um, the arrest. And now you have the obstacle of the autoimmune disease lupus. How are you doing with that? And, and how's your support system? Do you have a support system? I definitely have a support system. But the problem I think we all run into, mm -hmm. we don't use our support system. Mm -hmm. 
girl. Mm. Because um, again, something I'm working on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a progress. Um, I'm progressing. The um, the group of people I have in my life. I don't always appreciate them because I don't use them how I should. Mm-hmm. And they're there to be used. You know, they're, they're, they're there where I can pick up the phone or send a text. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to talk. I can just breathe on the other end. Mm-hmm. You know? So I have the support system. I just do not use them as I should. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy for that support system because even though I have not you know, called out when I do need that help all the time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I wait way too long (laughs) to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Um, They're still there and they have never left. They have never left. Mm -hmm. So I have a very strong support circle. I just have to learn how to use my support. And I'm working on that. So what is the date of... Okay, so we are in the month of November. Yes, November 10th. 2021. Mm-hmm. The time is, well, we won't say the time, but either way, I want you to use this date as the beginning of, I'm going to, I'm going to utilize my support system. Is, is vital. Agreed. Is vital. It's, Agreed. it's vital. I can I can attest to myself when you know you know things that I go through, but I've always been a talker. <laughs> a like, talker and a nurturer, people. She has definitely been the mother of all of us. Whatever. <laughs> um and for me, I feel so much better when I'm able to, um, you know, pick up the phone or even, or even if I don't want to talk about my issues, just to pick up the phone and just, and just hear someone on the other end, or, you know, they might say something to make me laugh that day, or, you know, just a reminder, I have so many things to be grateful for, you know, either way, either tactic, it helps tremendously. So. I fully agree with you. I fully agree with you. And, and now I'm understanding and overstanding you because you've always been that person to say what's wrong. Like, like you always knew um, when I withdraw. And I used to do that quite often from childhood to adulthood. It's just recently that I keep the communication line open, even if it's a text. So, you know, I would just withdraw to myself. Be in my room. Yes. Don't answer the phone. Yes. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Attitude of the Yahoo. Like, why are you bothering me? I'm good. Knowing darn well I'm not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but keep I, I I started to notice the less I kept in, the better I was feeling. Yeah. Because so Keeping stuff in also creates stress. And we know our bodies are not built for stress. Our bodies are not built for those types of things. So by any means necessary, talk, go do yoga, Pilates, run, yell. Um, and I know over the summer you started to 
this is hike or was it hiking that you were doing over the summer? <laughs> yes. So here's the <laughs> so I've always loved nature. I'm just allergic to nature. I have a lot of allergies. Um, but I've always loved nature. And Lily, on my birthday this year, I um I had downloaded app previously for hiking. Like you find different spots in whatever area you're in. Mm-hmm. But in the zip code, and it tells you where you can go to hike. Basically, just go for a lovely nature walk. And I did that, like you said, I did it on my birthday this year. Um, I went on a hike in a dress took off my dress and I was just with nature nude and I was chanting and praying and I meditated and it felt so good. Like just being alone. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I like hiking in the early mornings. Um, On the early mornings, while it's quiet, everything is now waking up. That's the best time for me is in the morning time. Um, it's getting colder now here in Massachusetts, but um, I'm still able to go out and walk, which is the good part is when it starts snowing, I'm going to figure out what to do, <laughs> <laughs> figure out what to do. <laughs> so let's dive into family. Um, you know, what is your definition of family? Oh, that has changed so many times for me. That has changed so many times for me. So family has nothing to do with blood. A family has nothing to do with relation with me. Mm-hmm. My family are the people who tell me when I'm wrong, but still tell me when I'm wrong. They don't shun me out. They don't block me. Mm-hmm. Um, they give me, they help me with my confidence. They show me love, unconditional love. And it took me a while to understand unconditional love. I used to think unconditional love can, can only be from God, but it's not. I get a lot of that from my family. And most of my family are friends, mm-hmm. you would say, because they're not related by blood. I have a strong, a strong group of women in my life. And also a strong group of men that goes back to Gosh, two elementary school or middle school? Yeah. <laughs> so, and I can call on them anytime. It, we can go months without speaking. I can pick up the phone and bam, it's like nothing has changed. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So my definition of family are people in your life that can tell you right or wrong and give you unconditional love. It has nothing to do with blood. Now, I love the family. Now you said that your definition has changed over time. Does that mean you had to cut some family members out of your life or, you know, uh, close relations out of your life just for your sake, for your peace? For my mental peace and my spirit peace, I had to. Um, and it was, you know, it, that's the hard, it was a hard thing for me to do because it's not like, it's not like I didn't know that those relationships were toxic, mm-hmm. that those relationships were providing some type of mental abuse or making you feel that you are less than you are. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's been going on for decades, but it just took like one day <laughs> for me to just get fed up with it. Like, you know what? I can keep trying. I can keep giving. 
I can keep coming over, going over, doing whatever. But if there's no reciprocation, there's no reciprocation. And there's it's none in sight. So do I continue a one-way relationship just because of blood? Or do I let go of that relationship as it is mm -hmm. to continue my peace and continue my growth? And I have to do that. And it hurt to do that. And it was funny because I've had other, you know, other people in your life that leave, you know, that chapter closes and you may outgrow that person. That person just, you know, don't want to deal with you. And it, I'm, and I was wondering, like, was that hard for, for them to do that? Because mm -hmm. it was very difficult for me. Like, I, I took out paper. I, I went to paper and pen and was doing, a di doing diagrams of cons and pros and lines and doing connections. And I said, yeah. In order for me to continue my growth and to keep some type of peace in my life, the peace that I want, the peace that I need, I have to let go. And it was difficult, <laughs> very difficult. Even now, it's like I, I, I miss certain aspects of some of those people. Mm -hmm. But then I also miss eating certain subs and I can't have bread anymore because it's not good for me. So hey, they're right. just not good for me. I can love them from afar. They're still in my meditation, my prayers, but mm -hmm. they can't be in my circle. Right. My inner circle. Let's put it that way. My inner circle. That doesn't mean when I go to family reunions or something or to the mall and I see it, no, we're not going to speak. Of course I will. I will always do that. Mm -hmm. But to be brought back into me, into my heart, into my circle, into my space. I can't allow it. So I guess, I guess it's safe to say that it's never too late to create boundaries. Gosh, it's never too late. Mm -hmm. It's never too late to even learn what the word boundary means to you. Cause that can, that it's, it's different for everyone. Mm -hmm. And it's different for, for different relationships in that, in, in, in my life, mm -hmm. like my coworkers boundary versus one of my girlfriend's boundaries are completely different, but you're never too old and it's never too late to learn those boundaries, mm -hmm. to accept them <laughs> and then to make it happen, put it in force. It's hard. It's difficult. And I realized if it's not difficult to do, that means you didn't love that person. That person didn't really have a spot in your inner circle. So it has to be difficult to end. Oh. It was hard, very hard, but I did it. Mm -hmm. I did it. And um, I will continue to if my relationships change with people. Awesome. So on another note, um, we briefly touched upon that you are a new business owner. Do you care to share? Well, yes. So... I've always been kind of that creative person. Um, <laughs> I, I used to make jewelry. I used to sell jewelry, the jewelry that I made. Mm -hmm. And I stopped because I wasn't loving it. I wasn't loving it. I was like, mm, okay, there's so many people out here doing this, doing that. Um, but I recently decided 
to start back making jewelry, which has made a lot of people in my life happy. I didn't realize like, oh my gosh, really? Okay. Um, that I had that support. I didn't even know I had that support of so many people like, oh my God, I love when you did this for me. I love when you had this. Okay. About time you started back doing this. So I'm going to be, <laughs> so I'm going to be making and selling jewelry um, from beads, different type of beads, different material of beads and leathers um, from Ghana. Uh, my, my husband is from there. Um, and so I have a direct connection to bring up those items from directly from Ghana here. So all of my jewelry would have a piece of real Ghana glass beads or clay beads within it and leathers. And um, I will be including a lot of the Adinka, Adinka tribe symbols, Ashanti tribe symbols in them. Um, and I am a lover, a lover. I think the next, the next podcast you do, we should do a video because I like showing my eyewear. But I'm not, I decided not to sell the eyewear because it's not something I actually make. Uh-huh. But I will be the I will be an ambassador to um two different eye brands that have reached out to me. I won't name them yet until everything's done. But AriHeadley.com has been bought and that will be up and running very soon. Um, I was trying for September, but that did not work out, um, which is great because I've changed from wanting to sell like accessories like eyeglasses to something that I'm actually going to be creating myself. So Everything does kind of happen for a reason with that. But that should be up, I would say, by February 1st. AriHeadley.com. A-R-I-H-E-A-D-L-E-Y.com. So it's a little long, but guarantee it's going to be worth typing it in. Okay. And in the meantime, if anyone um, wanted to say, hey, can I see some of your work? How can they get in contact with you? They can totally um, DM me on Instagram. Um, Bajan Basil D on Instagram, or you can just email me directly. My email address is basil D at gmail.com. And basil D, I spell it B as in boy, A Z as in zebra, O L D as in David, E as in egg, E as in egg at gmail.com. Okay. And what is your Instagram handle? Bajan Basil D. Well, uh, Lisa, I want to thank you. And one of the things that I've uh, taken from this is that it's never too late to create boundaries. It's never too late to keep going on and pressing forward. And even though um, we may go through things, it's okay to keep on evolving. It's important to, very important to keep on evolving. If you just stay stagnant in life when they don't go anywhere like you become like stale bread like that piece of cheese in the fridge it gets moldy you have to keep moving you have to keep growing you have to keep learning mm-hmm. and I don't necessarily mean like jumping online or getting a book all of that is great too but we have to look into ourselves to see how we can evolve like no one I have ever met, if they just stay where they are, is going to continue being happy or continue making other people happy. Um, has to start with yourself first. Got to look at yourself and see where you can make yourself better. 
than everyone else around you. I know it sounds cliche, but it's very true. Well, Lisa, thank you for sharing yourself with us at the um, Pause Reset Brunch Podcast. My name is Natalie Francis Clark. And if anyone would like to be a guest on the podcast, please feel free to go to www.naturalenting.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-A-N-D-T-I-N-G.com. Um, can I just, I want to say one more thing, because we because we touched on um, on evolving. I just want people to know, because I know it, it can be hard in our community, the Black community, and also the West Indian Caribbean community. Mm-hmm. Mental health is so important. If someone needs help or you know someone needs help, try to help them. Not by you giving advice, but give them a phone number mm-hmm. to a place they can go to to get some type of mental health help awareness. It's so important, very important for growth. I totally agree. Well, Lisa, thank you once again. And I look forward to rocking some of your jewelry in the future. Oh, yes. Thank you for having me. I I honestly really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Peace.